Tehillim, Perek Yud Bet. In this chapter, we hear the distress of the God-fearing man who is living in a terrible generation. He's living in a generation beset with treachery. There don't seem to be any honest or trustworthy people. Instead, people are arrogant and two-faced. The Mizmor opens and closes with a complaint about these dishonest people, thereby setting up the Mizmor as a complaint about man's evil. Although if we read this Mizmor, we can definitely see it as a bakasha, it seems to have an added element as compared to the typical bakasha that we'll see in Tehillim. In this Mizmor, the Mishorer seems to scan society and offer them harsh musar and rebuke. This reminds us of a straight nivuah that we would find in the Nevi'im, where the prophets look at the people and offer their rebuke. This Mizmor also continues with the themes of chapter Yud Aleph, and likewise focuses on the language of the Rishaim. In terms of a historical context, some see this Mizmor as having been said by David in the time of Shaul. When David was forced to escape from Shaul, it seemed that there were no more honest, wholehearted people left on his side. We'll open with the opening pasuk, which um, opens in a similar format to that which we've seen earlier. To the lead player on an eight-stringed instrument, a David psalm. Hoshia pasuk bet. Hoshia Adonai ki gamar chasid ki fasu emunim mi bnei adam. Hashem save us, for the righteous are no more. The faithful or the trustworthy have disappeared from among men. The Mitzudot explain the word fasu as disappeared. This is possibly a shortened version of the word afsu, become nothing. The honest, trustworthy people are no more. And instead of these people, we have people who speak lies. Pasu Gimel. Shav yidaberu ish et reyehu. Falsehood, they speak each man to his fellow. Here we interpreted the word shav as falsehood, as in velotane bereacha et shav, not to bear false witness. And what do they, what do they speak in their lies or dishonesty? Sefat chalakot balev alev yidaberu. Smooth talk with two hearts they speak. They're dishonest. Lev alev is someone who speaks with two hearts. The implication is obviously a dishonest person. With one heart, the person appears good. But in their true heart, this is not the case. This is similar to somebody who has two mouths, um, says one thing but means another. Pasuk dalet. Yachret Adonai kol chalakot, lashon midaberet gedolot. Hashem, destroy all those smooth-talking lips, all the tongues that speak arrogantly. Hashem destroys the big talkers, the ones who are deceitful, and arrogantly say that no one can harm them. Pasuke, Asher ameru vilshonenu nagbir. Sifatenu itanu, miadonlanu. Those who say, we will strengthen ourselves with our words. Our lips are with us. Who is master to us? The idea here is to make speech a weapon. Language can serve as a weapon for the wicked. But this weapon is not merely words. It's a weapon that leads to action 
as they will use their Rama'ut to oppress the poor. It is because of this that Hashem will destroy them. In the next pasuk, as, this, as the Mishorer describes this oppression, he turns to Hashem and asks for salvation. Pasuk Vav Mishod Anim Menkat Evyonim Atakum Yomar Adonai Ashit Beyesha Yafiyachlo. Mishod Anim Menkat Evyonim, because of the oppression of the poor and the bitter crying of the lowly, Hashem says, I will rise, I will place up or set up salvation. I swear. The pasuk here ends with this phrase, Yafiachlo, which is difficult to translate. Amos Chacham brings down an explanation that the word Yafiach is often a parallel to the Hebrew word Id, or witness, meaning that Hashem will provide someone to bear true witness to the plight of the tzaddik, and then he will be saved. This true witness contrasts the bands of liars who currently seem to be surrounding the Sadiq. So we have here Hashem says he will place the salvation, he will provide a witness to bear testimony to him. Um, the Radak explains the Pasuk differently, looking at the word Yafiach from the Lashon of Pachim, traps, and reads the Pasuk as, I will place, I will place the poor in a place of salvation, instead of the pachim, the traps that were originally set out for them. In either understanding, there is no chance that the wicked will win. Rather, Hashem will rise up to save the tzaddikim and the anim. And in the next pasuk, we'll see why will he save? He will save since he is a tzaddik. And as a truthful God Hashem will save those who pursue truth. Pasuk Zayin Imrot Adonai Amarot Tehorot Kesef Saruf Balil Laaretz Mizukak Shivatayim The words of Hashem are true and just. They are like pure silver. Pure silver of the most praiseworthy in the land. Balil Laaretz can be read as Bimshubach Laaretz. So this is the most praiseworthy silver that is refined sevenfold. The purity and integrity of Hashem's words contrast the two-hearted or two-faced Rashaim. While the wicked man appears silver with his heart, in reality he is hiding impurities in his second heart, so to speak. This contrasts the refined and pure words of Hashem. As such, Hashem will naturally save those who are pure and honest. Pasuk Chet. Ata Adonai Tishmerem, Titzerenu Min Hador Zu Leolam. You, Hashem, will guard them. You will protect him from this generation forever, meaning you will always watch over them. The Mishorer promises the Tzadikim that they will be saved and that they should not give up on their honesty. In the Pasuk, you'll notice that we start off with the word Tishmerem, which is a plural language, that Hashem will watch over or protect the Anim, and then it moves to singular with the word Titirenu. Um, Titirenu connotes a closer watch, and the singular language of Titirenu implies that every individual Ani will be watched over. This is a very comforting language that the Mishorer is using with the Sadiqim, the righteous people.
and this protection will be forever. Um, we could see that as meaning we don't always see the reward, but ultimately in the end, the justice will win out. And then when the poor are saved and the Rishaim are destroyed, Pasuk Tet, Saviv Rishaim Yitahalachun Kirum Zulut Adam. The Rishaim will circle around when the lowly are raised. So we have this image that at the end, Kirum Zulut, when the low person is raised up and the tables are turned, so to speak, the Rishaim will surround them begging for help to be lifted up on their own.